1: I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Burney Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view.
0: The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD.
1: Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems.
0: Call one one eight seven seven Bob Live. Bob, Bernie Live.
1: Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me on this Thursday afternoon. Well, we've uh, we've had a couple of days to analyze what happened here in Ohio on uh, Tuesday. Um, most importantly, looking at the, uh, the codification, I'm, I'm trying to think, is there a word, amendmentification, amendment, and, um uh, amendmentification, yeah, I don't think there's ever been that word, but there, there is now, uh, of the evil practice, and I'm not, I'm not trying to make light of what happened, believe me. Uh, the codification of unlimited abortion here in the state of Ohio. And I think there is much for us to learn. Uh, Discouraged, of course. Defeated, no. Without hope, of course not. Uh, Anyway, welcome. Thank you for joining me. My telephone number, as usual, is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. 877 uh, 262 One of the take-homes um, of this, and I'm going to be a little repetitious uh, from yesterday. I tried to drive this point home yesterday, and the more I think about it, uh, the more convinced I am that this is one of the major takeaways. Uh, we have put, far too much emphasis on the political fight concerning abortion and not nearly enough on the spiritual, first, and the moral aspect of abortion. We want to win elections, and we lost on Tuesday, big time. We lost, and we want to win elections, but it is far more important to win hearts and minds. We must educate. We must tell the truth. We must be steadfast. And, and we must understand the significance of the church. And the impact that the liberalization of the Christian church has had, not only here in America, but around the world. And that's why, again, pardon the repetition, but that's why every day, just a few minutes ago, you heard the opening to my program. Yes, it's prerecorded. Yes, it's the same every day. I thought about changing it every time I think about changing it. Now, I'm going to stand by it. The real problem in America is spiritual, and it cannot be solved in the next election. It cannot be solved by changing Washington, D.C. The real answer to America lies not in the halls of Congress or in the Oval Office, but in the pulpits and pews of America. And while we speak out against the liberal politicians and liberal politics and progressive leftism in the political world, we should spend more time speaking out about the liberal left theologically. I have said this for years. The liberal church has done far more damage to America than liberal politicians because it is the liberal church that has produced most of the liberal politicians. Almost all of the far-left liberal politicians at least lay claim to some church, some group, some religion. And their worldview has been formulated from a child up, out of that religious worldview, and as I try to say continually, There is a direct parallel between the left theologically and the left politically. And some, well, not sometimes throughout the years. And uh, I've been doing the daily program here in WRFD this January. I will begin my 24th year before that. Ten or eleven years I honestly can't remember when I began doing the Saturday programs, but at least ten years, maybe eleven years. So altogether, I'm approaching thirty five years of being continuously on WRFD, and I if I have been attacked about anything, it's Bob, you're spreading disunity. God wants us to be united. God wants harmony. Well, yes, that is true. But doctrine does divide. And I have been speaking out against the liberal church, liberal theologians, liberal pastors. I have been speaking out over 30 years about the dangers Of the liberal church. And boy, did we see that front and center in this election on Tuesday. We saw one of the better known pastors in Columbus twist scripture into a pretzel to go on TV touting the glories, the wonders of killing innocent unborn babies. Uh, I, I came across a print ad that featured the uh, the pastor of one of the older churches in Columbus. And I'm not even going to give his name because I don't want to give him any, any credit whatsoever. He is an evil, wicked man leading his congregation straight to hell. And I mean that. He is leading his congregation straight to hell while at times holding a Bible in his hand. In one of the ads in which he was featured, he quotes from 1 Corinthians 6.19. And here's the bizarre thing. Liberal pastors on one hand will question, 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 question the authority of Scripture. There probably wasn't a great flood. We weren't created. We evolved. They pick apart the stories of Scripture and say, well, that probably didn't really happen. That wasn't really factual. It was just a proverb. It was a story to give us a good, you know, They pick apart the parts of the Bible that they don't like and question them. And then when they want to use the Bible to prove something that they believe, then all of a sudden the Bible is authoritative. Well, this liberal uber-left pastor here in Columbus, in one of his ads promoting legalized abortion, quoted 1 Corinthians 6.19. And he said, quote, 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? As our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, God blesses us to have the right to choose over our body and the freedom to make the decisions that rightly protect our bodies for service in God's name. I that is one of the worst perversions of scripture that I have ever 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 read. Talk about turning the Bible inside out and upside down and making the Bible say exactly the opposite of what it is really saying. Using 1 Corinthians 6:19 that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, he really is implying that the Holy Spirit of God, residing in women's bodies, the Holy Spirit of God will tell them, hey, kill that kid inside of you. Hey, this is the Holy Spirit speaking. It's okay to kill that baby. Did you hear me? This is the Holy Spirit telling you, you have freedom. If you don't want the kid, kill it. What an abomination. What unbelievable blasphemy. That is blasphemy. And so I will continue to contend. We are facing a spiritual battle that is far more important than the political battle. And I hope one thing that we learned on Tuesday is we must put more emphasis on building churches, winning people to Christ, making disciples that truly will change people's worldview and truly change people's view of life. We've got to put more emphasis on that than political activism. Should we be politically active? Yes, but it's a thing of priorities. And I'm just tired of Christians selling out, I mean selling out to political activity while paying almost no attention to their local church or evangelism or discipleship. I'm i am tired of it. Let's get our priorities right, folks. All right. That part of the sermon has ended. We'll be back.
0: that makes a difference makes a difference this is Bob Bernie
1: live let me just continue the um, thoughts on uh, issue one for just a, a couple of more minutes and uh, what I'm about to say may upset a few of you but before you get overly upset, just think about what I'm about to say. And I'm not saying it to be controversial. I don't do that ever, ever. But here is a fact. Ohio was more pro-life when we had Roe v.ersus Wade on the books. We were more pro-life before Roe v.ersus Wade was overturned. Now, that's a fact, okay? And if you're a longtime listener, uh, listen, I wanted Roe v.ersus Wade overturned as well. I honestly did not believe I would see it in my lifetime. I really didn't. I was pleasantly surprised when it was overturned. But for years... And if you're a longtime listener, I would assume you've heard me say this on several occasions. When we were all hoping that Roe versus Wade would be overturned, when we were praying that Roe versus Wade would be overturned, I continually said, folks, just remember, if Roe versus Wade is overturned, that does not mean we have won the battle. It does not mean that abortion is now illegal. There were so many people in fact I would this is off top of my head I don't have proof of this this is my conjecture. But I believe that most pro-life people really believed if Roe versus Wade was overturned abortion goes away. And I have been trying to remind all of us for years that's not true. In fact, the immediate effect of Roe versus Wade being overturned was zero. It did nothing. It returned the issue of abortion to the states. And that's all it did. It didn't make uh, abortion illegal. It didn't really rule on the constitutionality of abortion. It only ruled on a ruling. They ruled that the previous ruling was wrong. And they simply overturned a previous Supreme Court decision, which has happened many times in American history. It's rare, but it has happened many times. And I am praying that we can begin heading back in the opposite direction but and 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 again please don't misunderstand what i'm saying misinterpret it, and certainly don't misquote me all right but for years for the last 15 years the pro life movement here in ohio has made many 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 strides in saving the lives of the unborn. Uh, A law here, a law here, a piece of legislation here, it was incrementalism, okay? We incrementally saved the lives of unborn babies. We made abortion more and more difficult. And each time abortion became a little more difficult, more and more babies were saved, In practical terms, all of that was wiped out on Tuesday of this week. Now, why do I say we were a more pro-life state when we had Roe versus Wade than today? Because it's true. And again, to my point, ultimately... We are facing a spiritual, moral issue. We must do a better job of getting the truth out about what abortion is, what it is not. And win the hearts of people. If we can do that, Maybe we can get back some of the gains that we had won before. And this is not, I told you so. That's not what I'm saying. But I did warn. The overturning of Roe versus Wade was not some magic bullet that would do away with abortion. It didn't. And it won't.